Hi, welcome to another episode of Stress Bucket Solutions. What's been good about your week? What's been good? And what else has been good? And what else has been good? That's the start of every solution focus session. So that's how I'm going to start the podcast as well. Have a little think about what's been good about your week. I hope you've had a good week. Little things, big things, they all count. So just going over those good things. It's so easy to forget about the good things and all you can remember is the stress and strain. Once you start thinking about all those good things about your week, you are creating a shift into the intelligent brain where you can be more objective and rational. What it means is it doesn't mean that your all your problems disappear and you're going to live happily ever after. What it means is from your intelligent brain, you are now going to tackle life's challenges. In the intelligent brain, that's the bit you know as the real you. And it's in that part of the brain, because it's attached to all your intelligent resource, it's in that part of the brain that you can look at a situation, make an objective and rational assessment of it, and generally come up with the right answers for you. You can get very, very creative and problem solving in this part of the brain. So to get into that part of the brain, all you need to do is think about a few things that have been good about your week. It's a great warm up uh, and starting point for sessions that I work with clients with in. And that really makes a difference to how we start the session. I know you might want to talk about problems in sessions, but I, I remember I'm a therapist that doesn't want to hear your problems. We're solution focused. In sessions, what I also do is I say, what else? What else has been good? Keep going. And uh, I've been told, you know, I badger people. That's what people, my clients say to me. Oh, Jane, not another one. Oh, I'm so mean, aren't I? Asking you about what the good things about your week. How terrible am I? Hey, I'm not talking about your problems. Uh, and it can be hard when your stress bucket is full or overflowing. It's very difficult to think about good things, but there must be something good. Even tiny things like the sun is shining or I saw a cute dog, or had a nice cup of tea. Anything at all that has been good about your week, it doesn't have to be massive, okay? And that's how we start. So continuing in the solution-focused theme, I'm going to talk about today, I'm, I'm going to go through a list of some solution-focused questions, solution-focused questioning. And I want you to, you can make a note of these questions, but I want you to think of these questions in everything that you do and start bringing some solution-focused language into your everyday tasks. So I hope that these questions will help. So the, the first way, the first question I always ask in when we're doing the solution-focused process is, if you woke up tomorrow and you were one step higher on the scale, what difference would you notice? How would you know that you're one step higher on the scale? How would you know you're feeling better? If you imagine yourself waking up tomorrow and I waved a magic wand overnight and you wake up and you're feeling a little bit better, how would you know? So that that's probably the, the most generalized, easiest way to do things. And then what I do is I take it from there and say, well, well if you felt that way. So often people say, oh, well, I, I know I would feel good because I, I know I would be a little bit higher on the scale because I would wake up with more energy. And then we talk about, well, what would you do if you had more energy? And we, we take our doing picture from there. But that initial question, you know, I've started to change that a little bit and, and vary it quite a bit in sessions now, just to get 
your mind to work a bit better. So the first few sessions, I'll always keep it the same, just, just as I've just said, how would you know that you feel a bit better? But as the sessions go on, I try to challenge people a little bit more in a solution-focused way. So here are some questions that you could maybe ask yourself to stay solution-focused. So one question is, what would be the first sign that your problem had gone? We're being solution-focused now. So if you woke up tomorrow, what would, and you, you were magically feeling a little bit better, we're just imagining, we're just playing a game here, what would be the first sign that your problem had gone? So, you know, again, people would say, well, I'd have more energy or I'd feel a little bit happier or I'd feel a bit more positive. I'd be a bit more motivated, maybe. So that's a great qu first question to ask. And a follow up to that would be, what would you do differently as well? So, you know, what would you do differently? What would you do better? So, you know, people say when they've got more energy, yeah, I'd go for a run. But if they normally go for a run anyway... I, I then say, well, how would that run be different if you were feeling a bit better? So, yeah, you normally go for a run anyway, but how would that run be different? Well, how would you do it differently if you were feeling a bit better? So often people would say, well, I'd go a little bit faster or I'd go a little bit further or I'd have much more music. You know, if they didn't have music before, they'd say I'd be more prepared. I'd have more energy with it. So can you see the direction we're going in? We're being solution focused. Another question to ask is, what would you focus your energy and attention to? So if you're in a sort of procrastinating, low mood, depression kind of mode, this is this really does give you a little push. So if you woke up tomorrow feeling a little bit better, what would you focus your energy and attention on or to? What would you do more of? So this is giving you some direction now. What would you do more of if you felt a bit better tomorrow? Um, sort of uh, alongside that, you know, what would you say yes to or what would you say no to? So people who would struggle with their boundaries and, you know, feel overwhelmed, I'd say, well, well, what would you say no to? If someone's asking too much of you, what would you say? No, I'm not going to do that. It, you know, if you're feeling a bit better. So it's still in a positive way. So I know no is a, a negative word, but it wouldn't be negative if you said, well, I'm going to say no to, you know, my partner demanding too much of my time or say no to a big project that's coming in that I just cannot cope with at the moment because I've got too much other work. You know, this is personal boundaries we're working on here. Another solution focus question to ask is how would you interact with other people differently? How, how would your interactions and your socializing be different? And not even socializing, maybe just how would you interact with people when you've gone shopping or you're at work or you're with your friends? How would you interact differently? And this is bringing in that, that P of one of our three Ps, the positive interactions. So again, if you were feeling a little bit better, how would your interactions with other people change? Another great question to ask is, how would you structure your life differently? You know, what would be your routine? How would you change things? Again, this is an action taking thing, isn't it? That what are you going to do differently tomorrow? That, you know, what would your plan be? One of my favorite solution focus questions is this one. How would you speak to yourself differently? If you were feeling a bit better tomorrow, how would you speak to yourself differently? What would your self-talk be like? hopefully a little bit more positive or a little bit more forgiving uh, as well, or a little bit more appreciative. 
So I really like that one. That's one of my favorites. How would you treat yourself differently? How would you speak to yourself differently? That internal monologue, how would that change? This is brilliant for people who have high anxiety because that anxiety is that negative voice, isn't it? But if you were feeling a little bit better, how would you speak to yourself differently? And what knock-on effect would that have? How would that change your attitude? How would that change the structure of your day? And one final one, what would you be free to let go of? What would you let go of? What would you come to accept? What would you forgive if you felt a bit better tomorrow? So remember that the caveat to all these questions is, if you felt a bit better tomorrow, if a miracle occurred, if I waved a magic wand and tomorrow you felt fractionally better, I'm not saying a lot, just a little bit better, what would you then let go of? And that should give you that feeling of acceptance, real calmness, real relaxation as well. So that's solution-focused questioning. I've got lots more solution-focused questions, and I think I'll start writing some blogs on this as well. So, you know, you can already see that if I'm talking like this in a session, we have no room to talk about your problems. Solution-focused therapy isn't isn't counselling. It isn't about talking about your problems and unpicking and finding the cause. All these questions are solution-focused. You know, what would you say yes to? What would you say no to? What does that look like? Give me that picture. Give me that image of what you would do differently tomorrow. How would you interact with other people differently tomorrow if you felt a bit better? If you felt a bit better. And I'm just asking you to use your imagination. You know, you I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, I'm not going to feel better tomorrow, Jin. I'm not saying that. That isn't my question. My question is, let's imagine you were feeling a bit better tomorrow. And if you were let's say I had a magic wand, let's play a game, you're feeling a bit better tomorrow, how would you speak to yourself differently? What would you say no to? How would you look after your personal boundaries? So all these solution-focused questions will shift your mind forward. We are creating change here. This is neuroplasticity in your brain. You've probably never allowed yourself to think in this way, to imagine feeling better because you've spent so much time analyzing your problem and so much time identifying with your problem. Take a little bit of time now, just go over those questions again, write them down if you want to, make a note of them. Start asking yourself these questions regularly. What would I do differently? How would I structure my life differently? Give yourself a chance, a fighting chance here to imagine yourself doing something better, to feeling better because you can feel better. And I'm determined to spread the word as much as possible about solution focus work. So the change is phenomenal. I love that we're all talking about mental health awareness. We're talking about anxiety. We're talking about depression. But we're not talking about solutions enough for my liking. These are solutions. These are the solutions for you. So I hope today's episode has helped you. I've been really looking forward to recording this one today because I just wanted to go over those questions. And these are questions I'm starting to, I use all the time in my sessions and I'm starting to use some different ones uh, as well. So I haven't used all of these in the past. I made a list of what I thought I've been really using and some variations. And I thought, right, let's start using these ones more. Like I said, I tend to use these in, you know, four or five sessions in 
because um, they, they're quite detailed now. But once you start getting used to that process of imagining things going better, reframing things going better, like we talked about a few episodes ago, you know, this is solution focused work. It creates phenomenal change in your brain. You know, let yourself off. Allow yourself to think in a solution focused way now and again as well. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Please do send me any questions. You can email me. You can, you know, send me a, a WhatsApp. I don't mind. Send me a message. Uh, let me know if you're finding the uh, podcast useful. Let me know if you've got any ideas of something else you want me to speak about. But I hope you've been enjoying my content on social media. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. Remember, there's always my book. Uh, there's my online video course. And there's also, you know, lots of blogs on my website as well. So I'm doing more. But I will continue with this podcast best I can, going off on tangents as I always do. In the meantime, I want you to limit what goes into that stress bucket by trying to think a little bit more positively by asking yourself solution-focused questions. Make sure you keep doing your three Ps, positive activity, positive interactions, and positive thinking. Now, positive thinking is the hardest, but if you've been listening to my podcast and you've got to this episode, you know how to think positively, what's been good about your week. Make sure you're getting lots of lovely sleep as well. Make sure your sleep is of good quality. Prioritize your sleep. Make it non-negotiable because sleep is your free therapy as well. Until next time, take care when we'll talk about some more stress bucket solutions then. Bye for now.